Good morning, James. Mom, how are you? Ah, is that you? Mom, mom, is that you? <laughs> Who the heck else are going to be? Uh, with an effective character sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. I'm James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Thank goodness. And today, we'll be sharing our experience on episode 104 of the Defective Characters podcast about spot C's. Let's go! Woo-hoo. Oh, that's, that's, that sounded good. That took a lot out of you, Dennis. Oh, yeah. It, it sounded did. like you, you had to dig deep to your pinky toe. I did. <laughs> so how, how is everything? When we're recording this, it's on Labor Day. Are you guys going to be laboring oh, today? Labor Day. I'm going to do as little laboring as possible. Man. Oh, I might do some labor later on. I have shelves to put up in the garage, uh, a hole to patch in the bathroom, and I have shelves to put up in my bedroom. Hmm. So wow. I'll be doing a lot of labor on labor. Day. That's, that's probably a running joke for anybody that gives birth on Labor Day, right? I never thought. Uh, of it. Yeah. They're like, they're like, yeah, you made me work on Labor Day, and they hold it over the kid's head, all, like the entire life, and they're like, yeah, you, you were born on Labor Day. Thanks a lot. It was a three-day weekend to push it. You know, that doesn't that, sound healthy. Yeah, no. that'd be a horrible parent. <laughs> God, <laughs> I'm sure there's at least one or two million people that deal with it. <laughs> one or two. Million. <laughs> what, what what can you do, right? Uh, so who wants to go first? How's the last week been? Any uh, any other fun plans for, for Labor Day? James, that sounds like a heck of a amount of work. Oh, it's just up in the air. Like, there's no pressure. If I feel like it, I'll do it. I've got the next, what, three days off. I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. So, oh, so in other words, you have a lot of labor to do on Wednesday. Ooh, yeah. Dennis does just- know me. Now, actually, a couple days ago, I, I woke up, I prayed, and I did a meditation. And in the meditation, I got the idea to do a to-do list. And so I woke up. Well, I didn't wake up. I was meditating. I got up, and uh, I wrote a to-do list with six items. And by the grace of God, I got almost, I got five out of six done that day. I was actually really, I felt good about myself. There were some pretty big ticket items. Um, you know, I started my formal training at Disney. So um, I got to sit and do uh, a bunch of computer assessments. And then I got a tour of where I'll be working um, for privacy reasons. I won't disclose where I'm working. Did you like it, though? I loved it. I think everything is going to be fabulous. And then on the first day, I got lost. And I got to meet like seven new people who all dropped what they were doing and helped me with a smile. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I love Disney. Like, everyone was so nice. And it was just really cool. It was really cool. And then one person who helped me. Um, I was like, Sorry, oh. I, got, I got Olivia here. So. Hi, Olivia. <laughs> she says hello. I don't know if you're calling for me or Dora because it sounds a heck of a lot alike when a three-year-old is saying Dora or Dada. It's, you almost can't even tell. So I'm pretty sure she's probably asking for Dora to help her with the breakfast and not me. 
I assume that, yeah. Just <laughs> sing her the sing her the map song. I'm the map. I'm oh, the map. I'm I the just map, I'm I told a daily dad joke that she did not like at all. That had to do with Dora the Explorer. How do you help a friend break a Tinder addiction? How? Swiper, no swiping. Swiper. <laughs> I'm so glad that I um, was not part of the Tinder age. God bless everyone who is, but that just seems like just no fun. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry to interrupt you, though, James. Oh, no. I was, um, it basically it was just a wonderful experience, and I'm really excited. I got four more days of training at my location, and it's great. Days at the new place, so I can tell my, my other job, like, I can't work these three days. Uh, you can schedule me the other days. And I'm going to take Sunday off. So I know I'll always have Sunday off. So we'll see how much I work. Oh, so do you- Dennis, Dennis and I and T-Bird are going to see the new Marvel movie today. Shang-Chi. Legend of the Ten I, I, feel, I feel like I haven't even seen that advertised very much. That's okay, Mike. That's yeah, out there. Is that it? Uh, maybe it's because I don't watch commercials. Who's who's supposed to be yeah. the main character? Is it like a whole new launch? It's Shang Chi. Mm, Kung Fu a, Man. It's um. It's definitely. He's more of an obscure character. Was obscure. he was he a part of the Doctor? Was it Doctor Strange? No. No. But Wong is in it from Doctor Strange. Maybe but that's Chang- not what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Chang Chi, this is his first movie. It's his introduction into the MCU. Gotcha. He's more of an obscure character in the comic book. Gotcha, gotcha. Well it sounds it sounds pretty good. And I'm sorry that I won't be able to uh, to attend, even though there's probably not any brutal uh, like bloody scenes. I just don't know how much Olivia would love it. Yeah, it might be difficult. Yeah, yeah like I, a, mean, I mean, unless I sat in the very front seat, like yeah. of the movie theater, like the front row, which I've done before. I actually sat in the front row during uh, Black Panther, and it was great. You know, man, that action. You know, which comes me. I bought the tickets for us three online yesterday because they were selling out quick. And I got um, a seat for Dennis right next to the row. So if he has to leave, like, for any... Well, that was awfully thoughtful. Well, yeah, because he gets anxious sometimes. So I was like, oh, that would be horrible if he's, like, stuck there and he's got to walk over 10 people. So that's Sure. Are you sitting next to me? Or did you just get me a corner seat? Oh, I just got you a corner seat. Me and Talitha are in prime location. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm completely kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Dennis. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. Are you uh, no, I'll, I'll let you leave. What theater is it? <laughs> what theater is it? It's Disney the Dolby, Springs, man. It's the best theater there is. The Dolby. But is it at Disney Springs? Yes. I feel like they should sell Dole Whips at the Dolby Theater. It's so close. Wait, can you get Dole Whips at Disney Springs? Uh, I don't... I feel like for a short period of time, they did open that up at one of the places there. Which, Which makes sense. I know you could... You know what? I know they did a thing 
this is two years ago in the fall and they had them like specially at one of the uh like you know how they have the one that has the poutine the fries and gravy yeah you know so they had like one of one of those that had it that was pretty cool well i'm jealous of you boys i know you'll have a really a bang up time as the kids say how does live like the new apartment loves it and i can't thank you enough james for uh for helping and dennis i know you're there in spirit you know what i lifted up a couple things and i said i'm gonna pretend like i have dennis's arms so, <laughs> so you dropped them a bunch. i did i dropped it and i shattered everything <laughs> i only actually, broke i only broke one thing so yeah Wait, you broke actually you, you broke two things but you put one of the things back together so so there's only one there was only one casualty and then there was a wreath that hilariously was dropped so many times it was put back together that I was like, I, I just think I should probably throw this away. I felt like there was more time that James spent in care putting it back together than the person that built it originally. Actually, there might have even been more because I think there was the tree as well. The Christmas tree, the uh, whatchamacallit thing. You know what? It's, yeah. it's everything that I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm a pack rat. And uh, James, I think thought that there was going to be a heck of a lot more stuff <laughs> than I had because he was on me more than anybody else. And I appreciate that about getting rid of and selling some of my belongings that would move last year. And he can probably attest that there was at least 25% that was no longer there. Yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised when I came up and I saw the I was like this is it oh my gosh this is this is not what I was expecting I was like oh, yeah this will be so easy <laughs> and, it, and it, it honestly it was like an hour 15 of loading and then another friend of mine helped and I think we did it in under 30 minutes we did you know good. and then we went to the ale house had some burgers yeah I got to meet your friend from Boston really cool guy yeah yeah, so um, I mean, it was it was great all in all, and uh, when this episode is out, I will, uh, you know, God willing, at that point, it's only coming up in three days. I will have uh, seven years in the program, and yeah, that's right, Liv. So uh, yeah, so I'm just I'm fortunate of that, and I, I'm grateful for you guys for being along the crazy ride. I looked up the first episode that we dropped two years ago was on the 16th of September so um, we'll have one more episode and then we'll officially have two years in this thing so two years one day at a time so how's everything going with you Dennis horrible no good Uh, my AC has been out for the last few days so it's been super hot I haven't been sleeping well because it's hot I got up at like 4 o'clock this morning to take my dad to the airport. And now I'm here. Where is <sighs> where's your dad going? He's going to California, San Diego. Ooh. To like, work, to like San, San get Diego a sh- means whale's boat. vagina, right? What? Isn't That's what they say in, in Anchorman? I don't know. I don't remember that line. Oh, it's a classic line. So he's he's going to uh, 
to, to make cool. everything wonderful in San Diego. Yep. Fine. To like get a ship up and going and sailing. Man. Yep. So other than that, hopefully still no AC. Yeah. Hopefully it gets fixed today. We'll see. But evidently, I'm also going to see Shang-Chi today. So that should be fun. What time is that? Uh, One o'clock or something like that? Yeah, I'm picking him up and then the movie starts at 2.30. Oh, nice. I think I'm going to drive myself, though. Okay, cool. Well, don't pick him up then, James. He's not going to be there. Sounds good to me. Um, oh, also, since I'm in my new place, James, I think we talked about it on air, that iced coffee machine, yesterday I used it four times, and the day before I used it two times, and I've already used it once today. Four times in one day? Okay, that's about the same as me as far as energy drinks, so you're on the so, right track. So... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we talk about a month ago that you were cutting back on energy drinks? Are you yeah, talking I, about... I talking about the old you yeah yeah well still working on that and to be fair the iced coffee when it's four cups because it's brewed over ice they're only really half cups oh okay so you're definitely doing good yeah thanks you know and it so it, it cools the coffee before it hits the ice so it's yeah it's it's i would say it makes it it makes the coffee room temperature before it hits the ice. Okay. You know what I mean? And I don't know how that happens, but but it's uh yeah, yeah. it's good. It's it's a fun time. So that might have been the most useful gift that I have received since the paper plate. <laughs> yeah. What what's remarkable is like we were just talking about it the day before. You're like how much you you love iced coffee and then the very next day I saw it and I was like he probably doesn't even know this exists I have to get it I didn't and Talitha looked at me she's like well then get it I mean because that's when you know those are like the little voices like when you think about someone you just you just do it you know and that's it that's what I try to do because you know I like bringing happiness yeah (laughs) well you definitely do buddy so um so grateful for you guys and today's topic sponsees i know we did sponsorship many episodes ago but there were a couple questions that i don't think we were able to tackle because it's kind of the opposite you know with sponsorship we were talking about how we were the sponsees and with sponsees being something that we have all at at one point anyway at least accepted being a temporary sponsor is that is that true Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. So I know our perspective on it, and we can just share in a general way. It's not like we're going to tell somebody's fifth step, but just our experience of uh, going through it, because I know the first time that I said yes to being somebody's sponsor, I said to my sponsor, "I I don't think I have anything to offer. And... He said, you don't think after going through the steps and at that point, uh, I was in a relationship that had, I guess, succeeded, you know, because 
it's not like we broke up and divorced when I entered the program. He said, you're able to navigate through and share your experience with somebody else that is day one in the program and hasn't been there before. So without having that conversation with my sponsor and being like, oh yeah, okay, well, you might be right. I don't think I would have accepted it. You know, I, I never, uh, it was a conversation that I had as we were doing the 12th step together with my sponsor that he said, like, if anybody asks, say, yeah, you'll be, I'll be your temporary sponsor and then just kind of go with it. So now I usually will do that where I say, yeah, I'll be your temporary sponsor. And then when they say, what's temporary mean? I said, well, I, I'm your sponsor. And if you want me to continue being your sponsor, taking the suggestions, which I recommend, I don't make it mandatory, but I did a 90 and 90 when I came in and I know that it helped me a lot. So I always say, make an attempt and admit that you have a problem and that you will attempt to do 90 meetings in 90 days or at least make it every single day where you call me and that's that's something that i'll just start with those two points so i know i sent you guys some questions but uh if you have anything that you require of sponsees and also how you felt the first time uh, that somebody asked you to be their sponsor. Jane? Yeah. Do you want to go first, Dennis? Sure. Um, I'm trying to think of who my first sponsee was, and I can't really remember. But, I mean, I guess I was a little nervous. But, like, I was more concerned, like, I didn't know what to do you know as a sponsor like what my job was or my responsibility was or whatever um but then i just like asked my sponsor and he told me like what to do so at each step i would go back to him be like all right this is what i'm having him do this is what we're doing blah 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 and like so my sponsor kind of guided me walked me through sponsoring my first sponsee or whatever so that was really helpful um yeah, as far as, like, requirements, I've never been anyone's, like, temporary sponsor. Like, if they ask me to be their sponsor, I usually try to get right into it. And, like, so I have them, like, get a book or I give them a book and then have them read, like, the first chapter. When they come back to me, I have them read the, the second chapter. And that's, like, helps gauge, like, how into it. If they come to me the next day and have actually read it then like that shows that they're like willing to do it if they come back to me a week later and still haven't read any of it then it's like okay you know like he's not gonna do it um and then i get into the steps start going through step one step two have them read the whole book and all of that but i don't make anything mandatory because it's they're all suggestions so like the recovery in my opinion, is in the sponsee's hand. I can't force him to do anything. So all I can do is like tell him what I did and help him walk through it or whatever. But if he is not willing to do it, then I can't force him. And that's, you know, that's his own issue in a way. Thanks, Dennis. 
Thank you, Kenneth. James? Thanks, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you know, I've had, I've been fortunate enough to say that I've had probably about five different sponsors on my journey. And from, from each one of them, I've kind of taken the best parts of what they did to help me be the sponsor I am today. And, um, you know, I've chosen very early on to be, you know, a kind and loving sponsor. Um, someone who's, you know, there to listen and give advice when asked. And, um, you know, really just stay close to the book. I love that all three of us have different ways of sponsoring people. You know, what one of my favorite things that my sponsor did in West Palm Beach was he's like, I asked him to be my sponsor. He's like, okay, uh, we're going to read the book together. And we would meet for lunch and we would read the book together. And as we read it together, uh, he would point out things like, this is really important. And, you know, make sure you pay attention to this. And, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed that. That made sure that I was reading the book and not, you know, BSing my sponsor. But I was getting his insight at the same time. So since then, you know, I've had three sponsees and I've done the same thing with all of them. And, um, you know, my, my first sponsee came up to me after I was chairing a meeting at Celebrate the Morning. And um, he, um, he kind of hinted that, you know, he's looking for a sponsor. And um, right away I was like, do you need a sponsor? I'll be your sponsor. You know, I, I, I didn't. That was it, you know, because... Because when people humble themselves and come up and say, like, I'm new, I need a sponsor, like, they're looking for someone to be like, I'll be your sponsor, like, to kind of take charge. And so that's what I, I kind of do. Um, and um, he is still sponsor. He's still um, sober to this day. And uh, it was fun going through the book. And I love reading the book every time, you know. I learn something new every time, so... That's been my experience with my first sponsee and kind of how I do it. Um, as far as uh, my new sponsor, I kind of take a, a few pages out of his book. He, he's like, listen, this is my time. I've got a family. Please don't waste my time. And, um, and I, I try not to. And I, I, I pass that message to the new ones like, hey, if you don't want this, that's fine. Just don't waste my time. Don't promise me you're going to do stuff and then not do it. And I was just like, and if you can't do it, that's fine. You know, I'm very open. And so communication is really big. And if it takes longer, just let me know. Because most of the time, if they can't make it, I'm like, oh, cool. I got a free day. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's kind of how I am right now. I haven't had a, a sponsee for a while. But I imagine because of COVID and I'm not going to in-person meetings. But I did get a new sponsee in uh, on the Zoom meetings, but I'll get into that later. Do you, Mike, do you still consider them a sponsee even when you've gone through the steps with them? Um, or are they a member of your fellowship at that point? I, at that time, I think they're just, you know, I mean, they'll always, we'll always have a sponsee-sponsor relationship, but it's changed that we're, um, we're now uh, brothers. Gotcha. There were AA friends, like he doesn't have yeah. to call me every day. He doesn't, you know, if he wants to call and check in and see how he's doing, fine. But, I mean, 
it's his life now so it's I'm not you know that whole basically when people come in they need help and then they're like desperate then they become kind of like a prodigy and they start learning and then after that you know we're equals so once they're they've gone through the steps we're equals they can do whatever they want and god bless them this whole thing where yeah i'm gonna leave it at that yeah that makes sense i would i would say the uniqueness of this program and uh our current sponsor also said like anytime i would call him and be like oh i am just very frustrated because my sponsors i mean my sponsor is doing this or or that and he would say okay most important thing did you drink today okay no well then then the programs work you know (laughs) because it is sometimes frustrating. And this isn't a knock on any sponsor you've had in the past, but it's frustrating when you make a suggestion over and over and over again, and it's not taken, you know? Or it's almost like not hearing, you know? And I've had to not make things mandatory, but I've had to set up time requirements, like you're talking about, James, you know, where I'm like, okay, well, I can talk between this time and this time. And if there's an emergency, you can text me and then I will try to find a time and, and place to call you back and, like as soon as possible. But it's I think it's really important to have those those requirements. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, the next let me see. Sorry, I forgot the questions that I. Uh, I jotted down with this. So, have I ever had to fire a sponsee or have them fire me? I have been fired a couple times. The which I don't know, Dennis. You probably understand. I mean, you look at me and you're like, "Wow, obviously, many people have probably fired him." Yeah, you know? definitely. That's. Um, but I've I've got myself into situations where I've made suggestions like calling every day and that's too much for some sponsees so i've never sat down and said hey i'm no longer gonna be your uh your sponsor anymore but i'm like after i think it was it was when i first moved to celebration so um i just picked up two years and i had a sponsee that I was working with for two months and I haven't seen him uh, since, but he would come once a week to meetings and he would, the first week he called me every day and then the next it was like maybe checked in three times and then it was just once and, but every single time he called me, it was like the house was on fire. And so I kept saying like, hey, honestly, this program for me never would have worked if I just did it here and there. Like any of the promises in my life, I don't think ever would have came true if I didn't take the suggestions that were had. So I think he just became annoyed with me continuing to say that. So then he stopped calling me altogether. Um, And it's unfortunate, but I'm also not going to waste 
his time and tell him that uh, everything's okay. Like, I don't think this program doesn't have to be so rigid as the uh, elder statesman, you know, that say, like, you know, just put the plug in the jug and shut up or take the cotton out of the, what is it, cotton out of your... Uh, your ears and put it in your mouth I don't think you, I don't think you have to say that uh, but I do think if you're not going to connect to somebody else that self-centeredness is never it's never going to happen if you don't actually call every day because if you call once a week odds are it's because you want to talk about you and um, it's just so there's been there's probably been three or four of those conversations where I I say you know 90 90 works for me and I for the first year I called my sponsor every day and he actually told me after I went through the steps with him and I was sober for a year my first sponsor said you know like you've been calling me every day and haven't missed a call in 14 months and you don't have to call me every day anymore <laughs> you know but he had to like tell me that because I I didn't want to play around with this thing you know, um, you don't have to take this too seriously, but you have to take it serious enough that um, if I pretend like this thing's a joke, I'm gonna get those results back. Have you you guys ever had a a firing or have to fire? I've never had to fire anyone. Usually, what happens is like they kind of ghost. You know, they stop going to meetings, and I don't see them after a while um and then you just don't know anything even the ones like i've taken a couple like all the way through the steps and then after a while i just don't see them anymore some of them a couple of them i would still see like with them not going to meetings you know because like i know them or whatever yeah and uh and like I think right now, I think two of them at least are still sober, but they're not doing meetings or anything. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. And then all the others, you just like all of a sudden one day they're gone. You never hear from them again. That's you like know? you, Dennis, still sober, but not going to meetings. Oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, jeez. Gentlemen. Sorry, Dennis. That was rude. I apologize. Please forgive me. No. Okay. okay. I'm not. Is it my turn? Yes. I've never been fired, and I've never fired a sponsor. But just like Dennis, <clears throat> I've definitely stopped contacting sponsors. Um, obviously, because I, I started drinking again, and that was the... <clears throat> the main reason you know not to be rude or anything but I was just like yeah I, I guess I don't have to check in if I'm, I'm not doing the program and I had one sponsee who just stopped talking he stopped answering my text and I was like oh boy and then um, you know a few months go by and then I see him again in the meeting and I was like oh good he's back and then one of our um, one of our AA brothers in the fellowship came up to me like hey James uh, so your, your sponsee's back and he asked me to be a sponsor is that okay 
And I just smiled and I was like, yes, are you kidding? Absolutely. I'm so glad he's back and, and he found a sponsor, you know? And the guy was like, oh, so it's okay? I was like, absolutely. Like, you know, I have no claim to anybody. I'm just so happy when anyone makes it back, you know? You know, it, it was just a good refresher probably for him too to realize that, yeah, you know, we're just all about helping people. You know, we don't have to take things personally, um, which I try not to do. I try not to take things personally. And um, yeah, so definitely not had this I don't think I would ever really fire anyone I would just be like um, well I'm here whenever you want to finish the steps and just kind of let it fizzle off because I mean it seems it seems like if you fire a sponsee then if you're doing that like I know if I was doing that it would be impossible for me to say that I wasn't taking something personal yeah because that's why you're doing it and also and this isn't knocking, like, if you're listening and you have had to fire a sponsor, I'm not judging that. It just seems to me like, uh, yes, A, you're taking it uh, very personal. And in B, the suggestions that you're giving are not suggestions. You know, they're things that you, you're in some ways rewriting the big book you know like if it's not in the big book that's why like i suggest 90 90 but nowhere in there does it say it you know it's just a suggestion that works for me i don't even know i don't know who the biggest big book thumper is out of the three of us does it even say it doesn't even really talk about sponsorship or it barely like touches it on doesn't it a bit. talk about sponsorship at but all it, yeah so it's it's a different thing and I'm sure that Bill and Bob talked about it, um, you know, in many recordings. But also, is it disrespectful? Somebody brought this up to me. I say Bill and Bob. Is it supposed to be Bill and Dr. Bob? I don't think it matters. Okay. <laughs> it breaks you back. Bill and Bob, people know who he's talking about. I just, I just, you know, no disrespect. I know he, he, he has his doctorate. Congratulations. I, but I just... <laughs> I just don't, I don't think about it like that. Somebody's like, you know, it's really disrespectful. And then it brought me back to my uncle that's a chiropractor that got offended because my brother didn't put Dr. Watilla on the wedding invitation. So he didn't go to his wedding. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, it's, it's a whole thing. So um, <laughs> anyway, so B- Bill and Dr. Bob, um, I, I'm curious if they, either one of them was, more pro uh, sponsorship or, or not and, and how uh, regimented it need to needed to be you know because I know some people kind of take what has been in the big book and what's worked for them and almost like wrote their own manifesto and you know if you're helping another alcoholic I guess that's the the main main point of the whole thing but um can i chime in for yeah yeah i would love that and you know again i want to apologize to dennis and you know it says right in the big book that the the founders found that that meetings however you know were enjoyable and and much liked by all they were not necessary what was necessary was an absolute morning devotion uh with 
meditation. So, you know, if you're doing prayer meditation, you're staying close to God, um, you know, and you're not going to meetings, that's okay. That's exactly, you know, they just, they like the meetings. That's why people would go. So I wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. Thank, thank you, James. Yeah. I know um, I sent the notes over to you guys and I said if there was a moment that stood out um, that you had with a sponsee that you wanted to share um, in a general way, one of the first guys, I think it was probably the second, that asked me to be his temporary um, sponsor, he ended up uh, committing suicide and that was a really, it was tough for me because in between an attempt and when he uh, it sounds terrible. Like I guess successfully um, killed himself. He came to a meeting, and I tried to set him up with somebody that could help him. And they started talking, switched numbers, and uh, it was that night that he took his life. And I was glad that I would probably said it a couple times on here how morbid it is, but you have to walk over the bodies you know, in the program. And it, uh, it was really tough. It was, it was a difficult thing, but maybe, maybe I needed that to be reminded that it's not all success. You know, there's a lot of people that, that struggle and can't get it. And why is that? I don't know. You know, um, but I was able to accept someone else as a, a week later that was that was a real challenging thing because I was still shaken um, by the temporary sponsee that I had for the past well the previous month month and a half before that happened um, but just like anything else I know that there was another alcoholic out there that needed a, a hand and I had a hand to give so that was a, a moment that I just wanted to share. Um, do you guys have any that stand out? It doesn't have to be bad. It can be good. I know. Um, yeah. Just any, any things that you're like, yeah, like this is great. Whether it's a, a friend that you walked through the steps with or a sponsee and then that became a friend and a brother. Um, well, not particularly, you know, the ones, my first sponsee, he, I don't talk to him much. I'll, I'll hear from him maybe once or twice a year. He's, he's also very busy with family and work. So I just, you know, I'll pray for him every now and then and make and see if he's okay. I'll reach out. We're on, he's on my Facebook group so we can kind of see each other there. Um, another sponsee I haven't talk to him in a while but you know after this podcast maybe I'll reach out to him see how he's doing and then um, there's a third sponsee that um, we just had a, he was on the zoom meeting and we had kind of a falling out he was um, you know new alcoholic he was he was a great guy but um, he kind of did things his own way and um, he kind of had an altercation with my wife um and um you know i was basically like because of that he's like i, I don't think i can uh, 
I guess he did fire me at that point. So I have I have been fired. There you go. I forgot about that. Yeah. He's like, because uh, we well, ba- well, I got into the steps though. So was I really fired? He just we kind of just went our own ways because. The Don't end. rationalize it, James. No, he, he fired. Fired. He said, you're fired, and he pointed his finger at <laughs> Yeah. Like, you know what? To be honest with you guys, I hate that term. I think it's ridiculous to use that name, you know? I, I, I mean, I, I agree. I just, I, I didn't. Uh... It's such a negative term. And then... So let's change it. What what can we use instead? And then we'll just start saying that. Um, Terminate? Departed. Terminate. Oh, my God. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> But no, let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. We um, so at the end it was it was very it was kind. He's like he said, and I quote, "Thank you so much for getting me through the steps." Um, at this time, uh, I'm gonna basically we'll, we'll just cut ties. And I said okay, and he didn't really say because it was because of your wife, but you know I knew the reason. And. Um, mm. And that's okay because if I was to choose, I'd always choose my wife. <laughs> yeah. That's just how it goes. But uh, so yeah, I don't know. You guys be the judge of that. Yeah. Hey, if you don't want to say that you got departed, then uh, then you didn't. I think that's how that works. Departed. All if you did goodwill hunting, your analogies are like synonyms for like dying. <laughs> Well, what is Departed it? You're, you're the writer. Amicable uncoupling. Oh, that that sounds like Gwyneth Paltrow and um, the lead singer of Coldplay. That when they broke up, they said they were consciously uncoupling when they get divorced. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another there you go. Consciously uncoupling. So, what do we think, Dennis? You got anything? You don't have anything that stands out? Um, no, mem- no I guess really, like, the only one really that stands out is is at a sponsee who was a friend that I had known for like ten years. When I, like knew him when I was still drinking and stuff, and you know, kind of lost track with him. He had like moved away or whatever. In the meantime, I had gone into Alcoholics Anonymous, and he moved back, and. I'd see him around every once in a while or whatever. And then one day he like texts me up and, you know, like, oh, I think I have a problem, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, well, come to this meeting here at this time or whatever. And he showed up and yeah, eventually he asked me to be a sponsor. I walk him through the steps and stuff. And he's one of the ones that don't go to meetings right now, but is still sober, but he's still like, connected he works with like my sponsor and like stuff like that but um so that was really interesting it was the first time that like someone from my past saw what I was doing and decided to like reach out and ask for help and then I ended up walking them through the steps so that was very interesting it's a cool thing really yeah Absolutely. And the last thing I wanted to bring up, and then we'll wrap it up, is how if you have an experience that has kept you sober that you haven't talked about today because of that sponsee. um, I know that when I moved to Celebration, the uh, 
there were two sponsees that the same week they asked me to work with them. And right now, um, and really straight through, because my first sponsor was like, you know, I usually will only walk, you know, through the steps with two guys at the same time. Uh, not more than that, because it is a lot of work uh, in that it's a lot of time. It's not like it's stressful uh, because it's rewarding, but it just takes time. And so I said yes to two guys and it was at the perfect time in my sobriety because I had been in uh I was going to say Orlando, but like I was, I was in celebration for three and a half months and my sponsor, uh, Brian was like, oh, you don't have any sponsors. You got a lot to offer. You know, you, there's, there's nothing you think you, you think <laughs> you could give to somebody. He's like, Oh yeah. So then I ended up, I, I honestly, I think, I think I'm making Brian sound like, uh, like Yogi the bear. Yeah. Hello. You are. Hello. <laughs> He doesn't probably sound like that to anybody else, but to me, he always sounds like he's down for a picnic basket. You know, <laughs> go boo boo. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, as we were running away from uh, Smokey the Bear, those two probably don't get along, right? Because they're arch nemesis. I would imagine, yeah. yeah nemesis, nemesis. I don't know. Nemesis. Ne- <laughs> so. I was appreciative that in the same week, right after Brian said that, I got a chance to say yes to two guys, and it it helped me, I guess, feel more part of the meetings in celebration, because I knew that then I could step up and help out somebody else, instead of just, you know, uh, leaning on my sponsor to help me with things. I was able to appreciate the sobriety that I had. So that would be that would be the big thing. James, Dennis, what do you got? I think every like like I don't have any specific or particular like instance that I can remember that like kept me sober, but I think like all the times that I've worked with someone, whether I was their sponsor or having a one-on-one with someone or talking to a newcomer, like helps keep me sober, you know, for multiple reasons. One that like during that time period, I'm not thinking about myself or thinking about drinking or anything like that because I'm helping someone else. And then also it's a good reminder because once you like got a little bit of time and stuff, it's easy to forget what it was like and what your thinking was like so when you're working with a newcomer it's right there in your face like as you're like oh yeah (laughs) like i remember those days like don't want to go back there you know yeah yeah james i got nothing okay cool (laughs) that's good well let's uh let's wrap up another amazing week again headed into um my seventh, I guess, seventh year in sobriety. I want to thank you guys for um, for getting me there. Honestly, where would I be without you? Well, I'd probably be where I am, but I definitely wouldn't be as happy. That's for sure. Oh, so, 
Thank you for that. We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you with episode 105. With an effective character, it's entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, sponsees aren't pigeons, they're people. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> it's true, Dennis. I know. You, you always true. call them pigeons. I never call them pigeons. They're no. People.